Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. And welcome to this week's In the Oil Patch with Shale Magazine. My name's Alvin Bailey, alongside your host, Kim Bellotto, broadcasting from Shale Studios, the beautiful Shale Studios, Kim. Hey, we've got some really exciting guests today. We've got David Blackman coming up in just a minute. Later in the show, we've got Haley from Steer. We haven't, we haven't talked to Haley in quite a while, Haley Curry. And here, a little bit later in this segment, we're going to visit with Michael Knight about an event that you were at not too long ago. That's right. We do have some exciting guests and exciting news. Uh, In the Oil Patch is now expanded into the Corpus Christi market. We were picked up by K6, which is 1230 AM and 96.1 FM and 103.3 FM. KSIX, the, uh, the NBC powerhouse of Corpus Christi. Those guys are great. That's right. And so we will be airing on Saturday mornings in that market from 8 AM to 9 AM. How exciting is that? Our show is growing. Well, Corpus Christi, welcome to In the Oil Patch. We're glad to have you with us. Exactly. And with that, Kim, we've got, we've got such a great guest on tap today, Mr. David Blackman. And Kim, before we bring him on, let me, let me talk for a second. David Blackman is a public policy and communications advisor with 37 years experience in the oil and gas industry. Over the last 20 years, he specialized in leading industry efforts to influence public policy at the state and national level. He's a recognized subject matter expert who's offered testimony before various congressional and state legislative committees and has written extensively on a variety of public policy matters at Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, as well as Forbes.com. So, Kim, why don't you welcome David Blackman to the show? You know, I, I it, it, it makes me proud to hear, um, you know, Alvin talk to our listeners about just really what a talented person you are and how glad I am to have you, how glad we are to have you on our show um, as as far as really coming on and helping us to understand more of the global picture, um, it's a new segment that we're excited to start and launch with you within the Oil Patch Radio Show. So um, thank you. We're excited to have you. But something just recently happened um, on Tuesday morning. The FBI director, James Comey, um, despite having laid out this what seemed to be just this, a strong case against Hillary Clinton, that she had violated federal laws governing the protection of classification of classified, excuse me, information. Um, you know, the FBI announced that they were recommending to the justice of the Justice Department uh, to uh, not pursue an indictment uh, against her. Can you give us your view on the decision and how will it impact the presidential race? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he needless to say, uh, the the Mr. Comey's statement was uh, uh, really mystifying to to a lot of people. I actually watched it live, and and while he was giving his thirteen minute uh, description of how the investigation went and went and what the findings were, uh, it appeared as if he he was going to announce that uh, they were recommending. Uh, the attorney general's office go ahead with a prosecution and then boom, he says, no, no reasonable prosecutor would pursue the case. And so it was, it was uh, kind of a roller coaster there. Um, 
it, 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 it's not really sure. There's no way to be sure how it impacts the presidential race. Uh, there have been a couple of quickie polls taken that seem to indicate that significant majorities of independent voters uh, disagree with the FBI's decision to just let her skate without any further investigation on the issue. And, of course, the independent voters are going to ultimately decide the race uh, and decide who the winner is. Trump will need to probably get 55% of the independent vote to, to really have a good chance in November. And uh, uh, the numbers from the two polls I've seen so far are well over 60% disagree with the FBI's decision. So, you know, it could end up helping Trump, um, it, you know, but ultimately what it does is relieve, you know, by, by, by the time the weekend rolls around and we get into next week, the, the news media at large will have dropped this story. It will no longer really be a story. And so what it really, you know, in the near term really helps relieve some of the pressure on the Clinton campaign, having to constantly respond to what had been an ongoing uh, criminal investigation. And, and so now Lawrence has to do that. So, it's a mixed bag. Well, you know, the the interesting thing to me is while I am an independent, so I, you know, I'm not going to lean one way or the other of this presidential candidate or, you know, who to vote for, I do really think it's very troubling when, when I think about how important national security is to us as a country. And it's just very troubling to understand that somebody who is running to be president does not possess the ability to understand how important that is uh, for national security purposes. And, you know, that that is something that's really troubling me. Rather, they should have filed or not criminal, you know, that, I'll leave that into the courts. But that is very troubling to me as an American citizen that somebody does not possess that understanding because uh, a 10-year-old understands, you know, hacking and viruses and I mean we all understand this so the lack of of her understanding and uh and, and doing this was just dangerous you know well it is and and I, I share that concern to be honest with you and and you know another potential um impact on the race could be that you know a big part of of uh, the rationale for the Clinton camp candidacy is that she is competent and that she's highly qualified. And, and you know, Mr. Comey, even though he didn't recommend the prosecution, laid out a very strong case that, uh, you know, the way she handled uh, national security secrets and, and classified information was highly incompetent and careless. And um, so it really kind of undermines, you wonder how much that will undermine that rationale for the candidacy. Well, David, you know, this this whole fiasco with with Hillary has really given a lot of the American people heartburn, and and you know Trump's not the favorite of a lot of the American voters either. So, with with that said, do you think that's going to affect voter turnout this year? Well, it could. It, it sure could. You know, there is no question that uh, every poll that asks the question uh, finds a, an extremely high degree of dissatisfaction. Uh, in the voting public with the choice that's at hand. Um, but it appears that is the choice that uh, everyone's going to be faced with in November. And um, so people will have to decide, 
you know, whether Trump is a viable alternative to uh, a Clinton presidency. And um, that's what it's going to come down to. And, and uh, both candidates, it's going to be an incredibly negative campaign. I think uh, I doubt there will be hardly any positive advertising at all. Um, you know, with each candidate just trying to constantly drive home the negative messages about uh, about their opponent and, and hoping to turn enough people away from their opponent to ultimately win the race. So it's um, too bad. It's kind, it's kind of funny that, you know, politicians tend to always know the worst things about about their opponent without ever being able to lay their plan out. And, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid we're we're not going to have a campaign that's based on policy positions and, you know, and 50-page tax plans and things like that. It's just going to be negative ad after negative yeah. ad. And that's a shame because that's exactly what the American people want is give us a, a solution so we can think about it and elect the right person, but we're not going to get that. You're right. It sounds like it's going to be uh, a buckle up your seatbelt kind of election until November. And David, with that, we do have to end. And as always, it's a pleasure having you on. We look forward to talking to you next week again on the show. And let's see what else we talk about pertaining to energy and politics. Great. Look forward to it. Thank you very much. Thank you, David. Kim, always great to have David Blackman on. What a great expert to have access to. And, and you know, let's talk for a second, Kim, about about the Eagle Ford and things have been in a downturn, but there's still can they're coming be, back. Yeah, it's coming back, and and there's still a shortage of good housing, and that's I think why we have Michael Knight on with us right now. You're right, Alvin. Um, you know, uh, I actually was able to attend an amazing uh, grand opening. Uh, just the other day. And so I've asked the Vice President of Administration for the Eagle Heights Development to join us today to talk a little bit about that amazing grand opening and the property. Michael, are you with us? I am here. It's great to be with you. Well, you know, I was just telling Alvin, you know, what a great uh, apartment complex uh, development that you guys built. So let's talk a little bit about, tell me what is Eagle Heights Development? Because it's a brand new concept, right? Oh, this concept is so new that when we were coming out of the ground with this uh, magnificent building in Pleasanton, our first one, people kept driving by asking, what is that going to be? And they were worried it was just going to be another motel. They were worried it was going to be an old folks home. Uh, So there was a lot of speculation in town about that. But uh, what it actually is, is what we call serviced apartments, uh, also known as corporate housing. So this development was purpose-built exactly for uh, and designed for people that uh, have to do interim work assignments, especially uh, in a region where they need some some nice housing. Well, Michael, I just want to say thank you for being on the show, telling us a little bit about the amazing uh, facility that you've built for the people of Pleasanton as well as for the oil and gas folks that are out there working and living. It's an amazing place. I encourage anyone who is in that area to go by there and check them out. What a great place to stay. Um, I would definitely stay there if I have to go to Pleasanton. So thank you for being our guest today. We really appreciate you coming on and talking about Eagle Heights development. But tell us now, where can we go to learn more about Eagle Heights development? Well, certainly stop by and see us. We're directly across from the airport in Pleasanton, or you can go to our website, which is www.eagleheightsdevelopment.com. 
Uh, or just to give us a call. Or, uh, our phone number out there is 830-399-0810. So we, we truly have to hear from you. We, we, we built this to be the nicest place in town and to give people an option that was not a hotel, that was not an apartment, but everything was taken care of. It's also cost-effective that companies can use to move people in and out of and just do all the things that make business efficient. Uh, so we're very proud of it. We have more coming in Kennedy, Quill, and Gonzalez. Uh, we're very committed to the Eagle Ford. Uh, we're here for the long haul. Uh, we're not too worried about the, how things may be today or tomorrow because we know they're going to be great in the long run. So we're happy to be a part of it. Michael, thank you so much. Beautiful. I, I live down in the area, and I, I've seen Eagle Heights development. Beautiful operation, beautiful housing. Once again, your website is eagleheightsdevelopment.com, or give Michael a call at area code 830-399-0810. Again, 830 830- Three nine nine zero eight one zero. Michael, thanks for joining us. And with that, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with Kim Bellotto, broadcasting from Shale Studios, and we'll be right back. Oil Field Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oil field equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oil-filled parts for your fleet maintenance needs, oil-filled experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil-filled experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. Ever feel like you've hit a wall with your business? Like you haven't been able to turn the corner on a new avenue for your company? Well, Turning Point Strategies is here to help. Turning Point Strategies is for those startup companies or companies that have been doing very well, but maybe want to move to the next level or are at a turning point. They're looking to think outside the box and that's where we come in. We provide those different strategies to help them turn the corner at that point where they need consulting services. At Turning Point Strategies, we can not only help you turn the corner, we will give you insight on how to prevent yourself from hitting another plateau. We have helped a lot of different companies at many different levels succeed. Call us today at 210-227-5678. Again, that number is 210-227-5678. And visit our website, turningpointstrategies.com. Again, that's turningpointstrategies.com. Are you at your turning point? And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto. And we're broadcasting from the beautiful Shale Studios. Kim, great guest sitting right here with us today. And and not only is she one of the smartest people I've ever met, but she's also the vice president of STEER. That's the South Texas Energy and Economic Roundtable, Haley Curry. Oh, flattery gets you everywhere. Well, Haley, welcome to the show and welcome back. Thanks. It's been a while. I know. But, you know, we cannot uh, thank you enough for the support that STEER provides our radio show to help us talk to individuals out there in the community on oil and gas. But uh, so we welcome you back to the show and we thank you for your sponsorship. You're welcome. Well, I, I'm likewise, I'm happy to be here. We also really enjoy working with Shale Magazine, um, Oil and Gas Magazine, because it helps us be able to do what our mission is, is be that bridge between industry and the communities. And so you guys um, being successful and allowing that platform for us to speak on is really helpful for us too. So we thank you. It's a good, it's a good matchup. Now, Haley, you haven't been on the show in a while, so take just a moment and talk about what is STEER and what is your mission with STEER? Sure. Uh, STEER stands for the South Texas Energy and Economic Roundtable. 
We are a predominantly EMP, which is an exploration and production driven board. Um, that's the drillers and producers in South Texas in the Eagle Ford Shale. We also have membership from the major service companies like Halliburton, Weatherford, Baker Hughes, Lumberjay. Um, and then anyone who has an indirect approach into wanting to know what's going on and being a part of the oil field in South Texas. So your Port of Corpus Christi, any type of equipment companies, Union Pacific, those type of people um, and, and businesses who have that like-minded strategy in South Texas. Uh, we've been around for almost four years. That's exciting. Um, and mainly our mission, you know, I could talk about it all day long, but this most simple thing is what I just said is we are um, built to be the communication stream between uh, the industry, the oil and gas industry in South Texas and the community. So it goes both ways. So we um, are here to educate on a fact, unbiased type of um, um, realm. And we will talk to anybody who wants to talk to us. And we'll talk to anybody who doesn't want to talk to us too. <laughs> but um, likewise, on the other side, we work with the communities, um, either um, the county judges, the chambers, anyone I run into at the gas station, it does not matter. Um, I will talk to you about whatever you need. And if there is a need that needs to be brought up to um, industry's level, then we will present on it and come up with a solution. Um, one good example is the trash pickup program that our operators in DeWitt and Carnes County um, have employed for the last couple of years. Um, we call it the Keep South Texas Clean Pickup program and they go around and, and just pick up trash on our major highways that um, has seemed to increase even though we've always had illegal dumping problems in South Texas we all know that um, it has increased with more people in the area and we want to be good stewards of our of our area so that came from a local citizen who had issues and we brought it to the group and um, those operators deemed it necessary to do that so it's a good example I want to make a comment to to keep South Texas beautiful. I was driving to Corpus the other day, and just the other side of, before you get to Campbellton in that area, there's a strip mining operation going. And, I mean, they have literally just stripped the top off the countryside, and it looks horrible. And literally across the highway, there's a well site. And, it. I mean, it's, it's gorgeous. It's pristine. It looks like every plant was strategically put back where it's supposed to be when that well started producing. That's the difference between, I think, what what this responsible industry does and what some industries that are less responsible do. And it just it's really disheartening to see what they've done to the landscape, strip mining. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we, we are an industry that lives on this land. We own our own property. Um, by nature, we are employers of people who are proud to be Texans, proud to be Americans. Um, they care, they hunt, they fish, they are conservationists, and that's what they are when they're not working. And so um, when you work in this industry, you realize that there's, there's a little more um, passion when it comes to that type of conservation and coming up with different ways to, to keep the, the area um, as picturesque as possible. Well, you know, speaking of um, STEER and the great work that they have accomplished in the past four years, I want to also compliment you all on your uh, spurring energy day and some of the things that we really see in the mission of steer I see in the mission of steer is this ability to continue to 
reach the community in helping them understand how important energy is and energy topics and how it affects all of us in our daily lives, but also more importantly, teaching the up-and-coming workforce or the youngsters that there are great jobs that can be had in the oil and gas industry, um, great paying jobs, and all it takes is um, you know a, a specific degree or a go- looking into a STEM type of education, and these great jobs can be theirs. So I want to compliment you on that because that was a great event that we attended, and it was basically where you guys came to San Antonio at the AT&T Center, which is also known as the San Antonio Spurs Arena, and brought children in from all over uh, the drilling counties in, in the South Texas area. Can we talk a little bit about that, Haley? Sure, sure. Um, it was, it was an, it, it was a, a long process to get started and um, done, but I, I think it was the most influential and rewarding thing that we have ever done as an industry. We've never done something like this before. It was kind of a, well, let's see if this works. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had all your operators Our there, operators right? came and really um, brought passion projects to to the day. And um, we called it, it wasn't just a booth scenario where you just go and get a pamphlet or candy or whatever. So each company had to come with a 15-minute teachable moment. So they had to teach a STEM-related process and what we do in our everyday operations. Um, everything from, um, you know, um, lawyers who are, are working to get the contracts done with the lease contracts done all the way through how to drill directionally, how we work with water, um, all of those steam of things. Uh, one with the, uh, drones as mm-hmm. well. That was Drone a surveillance program. But the whole point was to, um, show these kids, these students and teachers that there are careers that can keep you here. They can take you anywhere you want, but um, you need to look outside the box. And we're not just the dirty old, you know, men in coveralls at the corner store, but we didn't just... You mean oil covered, dirty yeah, old Yeah, oil covered, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, you know, we, we brought kids from the coastal Bend area, the Valley, um, San Antonio, Central Texas, along with the Eagle Ford region. We had about a thousand students there and it was a very influential um, event and we're very proud of it. And um, thank you guys for helping us and sponsoring that day. Well, Haley, on that note, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to continue to talk a little bit about Spur Energy Day. Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that will keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210 210- 240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. 
And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, alongside your host, Kim Bellotto, in Shale Studios. We have a very special guest today, Haley Curry, the Vice President of Steer. And Haley, we were talking about Energy Day, and I think Kim's got some more questions about that. You know, Haley, one of the things that I noticed uh, being there was, of course, we had the uh, the the coyote, the Spurs coyote, and boy, he brought a lot of excitement to the kids, <laughs> yes, didn't he? Had he had a blast. And, and part of it is because some of these kids came from so far away that they do not have in their county or in their city uh, a professional basketball team. Well, so the Spurs, you know, that that's their team, and and a lot of these kids and students and teachers have never had the chance to come to the AT&T Center where the Spurs play. And so that in, a, in and of itself, and having our boots down on, on the court, you know, EOG was down on the court, and Canna was on the court, and Adarko was on the court, you know, uh, Marathon was on the court. Um, so these kids got to go on the court and be able to walk on it and do all these games and interact and learn about oil and gas. And I think that was really cool for them to be able to do um, and, and something they would probably never be able to do again. Um, and the Coyote being there was a lot of fun. But you know, we had other companies like Pioneer and ConocoPhillips, uh, Noble, Halliburton, Slumberjay, Stat Oil, um, Howard Energy. Um, all of these companies brought booths um, for the day to spend the day with these students and teach them. And, you know, I, I talked to one student and they said, well, I knew I was going to be an engineer, but I thought it was going to be like biomedical or something like that. And he said, I think I'm going to change and do something more along the lines that like maybe mechanical engineering that can go either way or maybe production engineering. So we, we changed some minds and um, brought some good information to these students so they could actually think about these careers either after high school or uh, upon completing college. Um, we have a great industry. I love working in this industry. I've been working in it for five years and um, by far has been m my favorite so far. I, I think I'm hooked. Well, I think the, the most impressive thing to me was, you know, every year uh, there's a, a tons and tons of people that go to Las Vegas for the largest electronic conference in the nation. It's uh, the Consumer Electronic Conference, and, and it's in January. And the most impressive thing, though, is if you look at the technology that's out there, every part of that technology that's coming involving, whether it's, uh, you know, cars that can drive themselves or, uh, you know, smart watches, Fitbit watches, all of these things are coming as a direct result of all the technology that's coming out of oil and gas. And on Spurs on Spur Energy Day, what you saw were drones were being utilized. The large Halliburton and Weatherford frack machines that were out in the parking lot because they were just too large to bring into the AT&T Center were huge pieces of equipment that were state-of-the-art gathering data of all of the stuff that's going on below the earth to actually, you know, remove uh, the oil out of there safely and efficiently. It's just amazing to see that without the industry, I think what we, what the kids saw that day was how really tech-savvy the oil and gas industry is, and it's not just the blue collar. Well, they saw how tech-savvy, and they saw, they, they saw a real-life example, mm -hmm. like you've been saying. Yeah. It was, it was a really um, amazing, inspiring day. I think our companies 
got a lot out of it. You know, it's been a really hard couple of years for us. And I had a couple companies say, you know, this is the most fun I've had in a few years. And it got me passionate about what I do again, being able to interact with these students and see their faces light up when they told them something they didn't know and they latched onto it. And um, I think it was it was an, a, a needed thing for our industry to to thrive. And um, it did some team building and I, I think it really kept us going, um, in the right direction. So that's another added bonus from the day as well, that I think it really lifted the spirits of some of the workforce that was engaged in that day. So real quick, spurring energy, is that going to be an annual event? No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I would love for it to be. I can say that very, that was my event. And so, um, I say that very loosely. It, it was put on my shoulders, but it was a team of a hundred people who helped get this done. But we also worked on it for two years. Um, and it's going to take at least another couple of years if we can do it again. Um, because it is such a large event, you have to plan out so much in advance. So we're talking about it right now. We're, we, we, we are hoping we can do it again. We want to do it again. We just need to do it realistically and we need to do it right. We don't do things wrong. And you need to do it bigger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And we need to do it bigger and better because that's what we do. We get more innovation and we get better at what we do and get more efficient. So stay tuned for more information about more events that Haley's going to spend 10 years working on. (laughs) (laughs) I need a nap. Spurring Energy was a great event. Uh, We were all glad to be there. We do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bellotto. And you know what? We'll be right back. Welcome to the newest and finest housing option in the Eagle Ford. Eagle Heights in Pleasanton has been especially designed to meet the interim housing needs of working professionals. Our service department packages offer everything from furnishings and housekeeping to covered parking and concierge services. At Eagle Heights, you can enjoy the comfort and peace of mind that come with interior hallways, elevator access, and electronic locks. High-speed internet access, gourmet kitchens, and free premium cable make life a breeze. We're great for business, too, with multiple density options, oversized parking, and functional meeting spaces. If you or your company are ready to enjoy big city amenities with the convenience and hospitality that Pleasanton affords, check us out at eagleheightsdevelopment.com or come see us. We're directly across from the Pleasanton Airport. See you there. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bellotto, and our special guest today, Haley Curry, the Vice President of Steer. And Kim, Haley wanted to come in today, I think, to talk about a lot of fun things, but we've got some not-so-fun things that really need to be talked about. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you ask the tough questions? Thank you, Alvin. You know, Haley, I know that um, with oil prices, uh, you know, with oil prices being where they are, a lot of counties, drilling counties, have had a great deal of trouble adjusting to the lost revenue, uh, royalty right owners, lost revenue. And so my question is, you know, what are you guys doing? Or let's talk about some of the problems that are having with this lost revenue in, in the counties. Can you tell me what the impact has been in these counties and in Texas? Mm -hmm. I I think it just depends on which county you're talking about. I mean, just like we talk about all the time, you know, some counties um, receive more uh, money from direct operations that are happening. Um, Some have saved it. Some have used it to pay their debt off. You know, there's a lot of different formulas that each county in its own right decides what they need to do with that money. Um, but when times are down, 
you obviously are going to look at a budget shortfall. We're looking at it in the legislature for the state of Texas in this upcoming session. We're looking at it in the county level and the and the tax revenue that's being collected from um, royalty mineral uh, values, and um, it it is going to to be lower. It has already started. You know, it, just like when you know, prices dropped, it took a little while to feel the pain, you know, it, it's the same way, even though you're starting to see prices rebound, it's going to take a little while for our companies to be able to uh, ramp up again and feel comfortable doing so. And we'll talk about that probably a little more later. But you're just going to see a continued hurt um, to this, this bottom line for a while. Now, if you look at it still comparatively to before the Eagle Ford, you're still at an increased budget. But you've had about four or five years of continued increase in your revenue streams from um, property and mineral rights, and um, you're looking at a lot of a big decrease. And, and that will, you know, most of that money that's that is collected in the counties goes to schools and uh, first responders and um, you know all of those type of community needs. So how you address that is is a little different from each county, uh, but some counties are um, looking at increasing um, their tax rate on things such as their school uh, tax rates. So when you break down your counties, each entity that receives that funding um, stream from that tax revenue has a different tax rate. And so some companies are, are looking at increasing that tax rate that comes for the schools. Um, and we're just want to make sure everybody understands what's going on um, because, you know, we see it. We saw it first as the largest taxpayers in each given county, our industry, our individual companies, most of them we represent, saw it and said, wait, what's going on? And we just wanted to make sure that everyone knows whether it's the the city that owns property in that county that has um, entered into a lease or owns the mineral values there that are being drilled and uh, valued. Um, you, they have to pay, and that might increase the city's payment um, while it's increasing everybody else. It might increase your land. It will increase your landowner's expense every year. And we just want to make sure you know we are obviously not a a big proponent of that. Uh, we're hurting already. And the last thing we think that um, w should happen is to increase a tax on an already hurting industry that has brought so much to a community. Uh, we, we need to pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and we need the oil prices to rebound and stay consistent. And we want to hire people and we want to get back to work. And if you increase our tax base, that's going to make it infinitely harder when you're talking about millions of dollars. Well, how does this also, I mean, I can see that this would also impact the citizens within these counties and cities if they are uh, landowners, mm -hmm. royalty right owners. Mm -hmm. And so how difficult is it when you increase that tax base at when in a year when it's good how do you, in a year that it's bad, like right now, and let's say we, we continue this process for another couple of years in a downward type cycle while, while oil's coming back slowly, this has another impact on these royalty right owners mm -hmm. and landowners that they're also going to be paying more. 
Yes. Correct? Yes. And, you know, in some counties, this deadline has come and gone. In some counties, it's coming up in the next couple of weeks. But each landowner needs to look at it and educate themselves on it. That's why we are bringing it to the public. Um, that's our purpose. We we can't tell a landowner what to do. That's not our position or or our right or our thought process but we want but nobody people wants to, to pay know. more taxes nobody, nobody wants does. to pay i mean taxes. nobody does i mean and when you when you see an increased revenue then usually tax rates lower so when the good times your tax rates will will be lowered and in bad times sometimes you do have to but we are a cyclical industry and we will come back. And so it doesn't make sense right now to make that change. But more importantly, we feel that the um, the formula that they're using, because you have to use 2000 being used yeah, to to support this increase in the tax rate um, is is being calculated off of a WTI average price of 2015 instead of the price that you get at the wellhead average for 2015 those are two very different numbers because you have the cost of custody transfer and things of that sort that are built in and the transportation costs that are built into that wti price that we don't receive on our end and so um, their tax code is very uh, specific on what you use to make your calculation and and we feel that using the average price of WTI in 2015 is not the accurate look it's a higher price which makes for a higher increase of your tax rate um, and it doesn't equal what property mineral rights and property valuation owners are paying um, for the minerals being produced off of their property. So landowners that have royalty rights should be looking and making sure that it's in accordance with what the rig price is at the time in 2015 and, and making sure that they're being taxed appropriately. Well, it's, it even goes deeper than that, Kim, because when a government tax and spends, that's less money that goes into your local grocery stores, into your local restaurants, into your local hotels and motels, into your local shop owners' pockets. That's money that gets taxed and spent, and guess what? It's gone, just like this segment is, because we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to <laughs> In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, alongside your host, Kim Bellotto, and our special guest today, Haley Curry. We'll be right back. Hey, oil and gas friends, Alvin Bailey here. You know, every week, Kim and I work really hard to bring you up to speed with what's going on out here in the Texas oil patch. I also want to take just a minute to talk to you about your fleet needs. Whether you have one truck or 1,000 trucks in your fleet, I can help you. Call me when you have a minute and let's talk trucks. Did you know that the Kalig Auto Group offers pickup and delivery right from our service departments? And I'll bring the dealership right to your desk. You don't need to drop what you're doing and come waste hours and hours of your valuable time haggling over pennies. I have a very transparent process with a simple pricing formula that ensures you're always going to get a very competitive price and the very best service available in the industry. So call me today, area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 and let's talk. The Kalig Auto Group has Ford and Ram trucks for your heavy-duty needs. We also carry Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, Jeep, even Lincoln and Lexus for your luxury needs, and we have an Audi store coming soon. So whether you need work trucks for your day-to-day -day business or a new Lincoln or Lexus for you personally, call me. My cell number is 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656, or you can always email me 
abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at kalig, K-A-H-L-I-G, auto, A-U-T-O, dot com. I look forward to seeing you down the road. Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally? Amerijet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let Amerijet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo. From oversized hazardous materials, which include oil and lubricants and heavy weight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956 or visit us at Amerijet.com. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey alongside Kim Bellotto, who is your host. And our special guest today, Haley Curry. Haley, we've been talking about uh, this new royalty tax that's going to just start slapping people. And this is not something that's going to go to a vote that the people vote on. This is something that, uh, how do you fight this thing? It, and it's not a new tax. It's just an increase on, on the tax that's already there. The, our industry is the highest tax industry in the United States. And, and we understand that. You know, that, that, that is something that it, we are... The price of doing business. Price of doing business. But it's also, you know, it's the way we keep the economy going. It's the way we are still an economic driver. And it's not just at the price per barrel. It's at everything else um, that oil and gas can touch and be involved with. But if you are, are want to contest this, I would call your county appraisal district and talk to them about it and see, um, ask them what their formula is. And if it is that 2015 WTI average price, then you probably want to make sure you're contesting that if you haven't already missed your deadline. Um, and that's probably the most you can do. If, if you haven't already had an open meeting in your county, check your local papers. They have to put those in the papers if they're going to talk about an increase of any kind. Um, so make sure you're scouring the papers and looking for any type of open meeting to come and, and discuss this. I know there already have been some that have been very interesting, um, to watch. Um, there are some very passionate people. Um, against this and not obviously it's a lot more money out of their pocket so I I would say be involved and be vigilant and call your county and and see what you can do Um, that's what we've been doing you know we work with the counties to come up with something that will work for us and hopefully they will work with us to to amend um, this this heavier uh, taxation on on our industry so that's my best advice. What would you, uh, let's say we have somebody who, uh, a landowner, royalty right owner, um, who wants more information, who can they contact to get more information on this? You know, I, I think, I would say call us, but I'll probably be sending them to the Texas Royalty Council. So um, if you go to the Texas Royalty Council's website, it's texasroyaltycouncil.com, um, then you can look, they put a blog post up that actually details out. Um, it's pretty readily available on their homepage. Um, it'll talk about royalties and oil and gas wells in Texas 
and you can read the tax code, you can read um, the, the WTI price average, you can get all that information. I know you probably won't memorize it from me talking, but you can go to texasroyaltycouncil.com and, and get more information on, on exactly what is going on and, um, and see if your county is even a part of this. You know, it might not be, and then you can just go have some iced tea because it's hot outside. Now, we're about to run out of time, but Haley, the Steer Awards are coming up. Let's talk Steer Awards. Gosh, what is our fourth year for the um, Excellence Awards? Um, it's called the Eagleford Excellence Awards. We host it. Um, we have a third-party judging panel that uh, vet all of them, so it's not just me, and you know, it's it's no one like that. It's it's people outside of Steer that that pick the winners. But we are open. Are we have our open call now for submissions? Um, and it's in a few different categories: corporate and social investment. Um, health and safety, environmental stewardship, um, and an impact award that is all about um, organizations like nonprofit school entities that have done um, their due diligence investing in the furthering the career and, and the industry. Uh, it's a wonderful day. It is by invite only, but anyone who submits their application and is nominated um, will receive two tickets to come. It's going to be a breakfast this year at the Pearl Stable on November 30th. And uh, we will honor those who win, and we never announce who wins until that morning. And so it's always fun to see who um, who wins the award. It's in two different levels, over 500 employees and under 500 employees. Um, and that way we separate kind of the larger companies from the, um, you know, smaller companies. And, and they are strong, strong nominations every year. If you nominated yourself or someone nominated you last year and you did not win, um, I will tell you that I have seen countless people not win one year and win the next year. So please, please, please nominate again. Um, and you can send your nominations to info at steer.com. But first, you've got to pull the information. And um, so you can get that information at steer.com. And there will be a link that says the Eagle Ford Excellence Awards. That will take you to the submissions page. You can nominate yourself. There's no shame in that game. Uh, or have someone else nominate you and um, and send that to info at steer.com. I believe that nomination process will be open until late August or early September. Well, and I want to also just clarify that this these awards to be nominated or nominate yourself, they are not uh, the STEER members themselves. These are you guys as an organization are looking for the best of the best outside yeah. of your membership. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the companies that we represent are publicly traded large corporate companies that have invested and have been able to invest a lot in renovating the thought process of health safety environment in all of our operations. Those companies do business with like-minded companies. They want to do business with vendors and contractors that understand how they work and how how they believe that oil oil and gas should be developed in a region. And so these are the type of companies we're looking for. So we actually look through our companies to look at who are they, who would they nominate for this award? So our companies can nominate, our operators can nominate other people, but they cannot, they do not receive this award. No operator can receive this award because it's not about the operator. This is about those people they hire and they contract through that carry that message throughout their own business. And again, where do you get the information to nominate? Uh, www.steer.com and then you can download the application from there just click on the link that says eagle for excellence awards and then you can send that to info at steer.com and it's all on that that piece of paper as well 
Well, Haley, as always, it's a pleasure for you to come into studio and get us up to speed on what STEER has been working on and uh, any way we can help support community outreach. We're here. So once again, thank you for coming into studio today and talking to us. My pleasure. You know, I feel a little bit smarter every time you come into the studio. <laughs> I learned something. Oh, man. I, I just really enjoy days like these. I do. Kim, one more great show in the books this week. Can you guess what time it is now? I think it's trivia time. That's right. It's oil and gas trivia time. Hey, if you're the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question to radio at shalemag.com, you'll win a $75 gift certificate to the beautiful and the yummy Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. Kim, what's our trivia question this week? Today's trivia question is, what is the name of the event that Haley took two years to create at the AT&T Center? And with that, great show today, Kim. We've got to go. We'll see you next week. Adios. In the oil patches where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas business and in your community every week our host Kim Bilotto along with me Alvin Bailey will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry you'll hear from industry experts elected officials and many more right here on in the oil patch